Um, okay, so in this uh, segment of the program, um, I, th I think it'd be really great to, um, you know, the other day when we were kind of figuring out this, uh, you know, this next section of the program, I was thinking like, okay, it's really good to have an un a, 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 a clear understanding of how the process by which you learn to see energy not just through these exercises but what's the what's the core principle of being able to see energy and um when we were talking about it you we basically you know you were saying it's you become more you have to become more energetic you have to you know i mean it's i guess a nice you know like a, one way of saying that would be saying you have to raise your frequency right right sure sure <laughs> um you have to uh, you you get your field to spin faster basically mm -hmm. um you know sensitizing yourself to energy but but uh you know i think cuz one of the things is like uh, you you said over and over again that you're not seeing energy with your physical eyes right right um, so that's good, but but also to understand the flip side of that is that even though you're not seeing it with your physical eyes, you're still going to see it as if it was with your physical eyes. Correct. Because it's the same visual cortex of your brain that's actually going to produce your experience of that visual phenomenon. It's going to interpret it. Right. Yeah, it's going to interpret the raw data that comes in and give you a visual image of what that, you know... Mm, the way that it reflects, you know, for you in your mind. And that's why, you know, going back to the beginning where it's like, you know, describe what it is that you want. Mm. So it's, uh, you know, it'll go off of that. Your subconscious remembers all of that, even if you can't consciously, you know, uh, remember what you wrote down about that, it does. Mm. And so it's sort of like giving you this picture. And that's why, you know, sort of that immersion technique, right, of, of like, you know, are there visuals that you can find online or, you know, in books that you might have or whatever that, what that might be like, or, uh, you know, even I remember some of the first things that I had, had a visual representation of that were like, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's the right term, but like animated on, uh, you know, um, like book covers, like the Castaneda books, they would sometimes show like sort of a, uh, you know, a person, you know, so you could see their legs and maybe just the barest outline of their torso. And, you know, you knew there was a head there too, but it's like the whole thing was sort of like there was a, a glow around them or like a, you know, a, a sort of a striated ball that was around them, right? So that was, and so, but that was the first sort of visual idea I had, you know, like without... Um, you know, that it's how it was represented, right? So it's like, you, you know, there are way more things like that now, right? I mean, the only thing that I might stay away from would be like, you can even go to Google Images, right? And say, you know, uh, images of auras or whatever. And it's like, stay away from the ones that are like these machines that show auras. And not like the Korean photography or anything like that, but you know, the ones that you go to like the county fair and they're like, here's a Polaroid of your aura. You know, that's <laughs> like, no, you don't want to, you know, sort of, uh, you know, put your mind in that category. It's, it's, you know, even if it's a drawn representation or whatever, I mean, it's like Alex Gray is great for those things. Right. And, you know, brilliant artists, uh, you know, their rendition of that or what it's supposed to look like or how they've seen it, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Those are all good representations. And, you know, it can be a conglomerate of all of those things, right? It's like, how, you know, how would you visualize it, you know, if you didn't know, you know, what would it, you know, what's the things that come into your mind, how you would represent it in your mind? It's like, that gives your mind a place to go, right? Uh, it gives your subconscious a way to uh, tweak the information that you're perceiving and put it into a form that will register to you as being, you know, that. I think a lot of times people see this stuff and they don't because they don't have a an idea of what it's supposed to be like 
you know, they have never really thought about it. It just kind of comes through and they're not sure. And so they dismiss it. And we've all done that, seen things that we just dismiss. You know, it's like, oh, that's a shadow. Oh, that's a this. Oh, that's that. You know, it's like, oh, okay. That kind of freaked me out. But it was like, <laughs> oh, it's just a shadow, hmm. <laughs> you know. So, uh, you know, it's just as important to sort of give ourselves a, an idea of what that would be like. And then once we have that idea, it's sort of, then we start to, well, let's, let's go step one step back. Like one of the principles that we know is like speaks to like, right? So, you know, you know, uh, and so if that's the case, and that's sort of a homeopathic idea, but even before homeopathy, it was an energetic idea, right? So like speaks to like. So if I want to be, um, uh, if I want to speak to an angel or, um, you know, or a dog or a cat, right? It's like, I'd want to almost become more like that, right? I'd want to bring my resonance to that place where we can entrain together so that I have, you know, a deeper understanding of, of those things. And I'm able to communicate in one way or another. It's like, look at these guys that are, um, you know, the, there's that famous one, the horse whisperer, right? So it's like, through, you know, whether it started out as a natural phenomenon that he just sort of, from observation, he looked at horses so long, he started noticing the patterns of their communication and how they relate information to other horses, right? And then he just started, you know, mimicking those things uh, the best that he could, not being a horse, right? But, and so he became, you know, one of these people that through hyper observation and mimicking, he learned the language, the, you know, the sort of the physical language of these animals, right? And so, and because of that, people were amazed at what he could get them to do or how he could treat them and they could, you know, respond to him. And so I, I think it's, you know, that's that same idea of like speaks to like, you know, so um, if I want to see and I can't see right now, and if I want to see, uh, you know, how do I make my resonance into that? How do I project that and, and sort of come in line with that? So, you know, I'd obviously want my my field, my sphere of sensation, my aura to be brighter and, and, you know, rotating quickly and expanded and all of those things and, and balanced. So even if I haven't seen before, what does, what does my mind give me as an image for that? And then how would I use the imaginative faculty that we have to sort of envision myself as that? And when I do that enough and in deeper meditations and and uh, things of that nature, thinking that, you know, placing your mind, because where your, you know, where your mind goes, the chi flows, right? So where your mind is, your awareness of that place makes the energy flow to that place. And so, uh, you know, if I start doing things like open focus meditation, where I'm putting my mind, my awareness in the space instead of the physical object, so not in let's say my knees but in the space around my knees or the space around my body you know when i start putting more you know awareness there and then you know my energy's flowing there it's sort of it's making those territories more energetic and it's making them in this case the aura is moving quicker it's being uh, infiltrated with more energy than than what would normally you know, be uh, siphoned off into it, right? So would you say that where the mind goes, the chi flows is the kind of primary operating principle behind every single exercise that we do for the most part? I think so, yeah. It, it, it's it's definitely an axiom that, uh, and a principle of energy work that and, people will say, but they not, I don't think they always extend it to, you know, they don't always go to the furthest extent that that can go. Right. So it's important to what work with it. What is the furthest extent that that can go? What does that mean? What, you know, what can your mind envision? You know, it's, it's uh, you know, it could be, uh, you know, science has confirmed what people have been saying for thousands of years, probably before that, right? It's like, you know, imagining yourself in certain scenarios is um, almost like a, 
you know, it's like you're exercising the ability to, to go through that over and over again. You see yourself doing it over and over again. And then we have, you know, sports science, right? That says, you know, if you imagine yourself, you know, uh, you're a hundred yard dash guy, and then you imagine yourself doing that, you know, you, you work out for the couple of hours that you can during the day, but then you imagine that, you know, many times after that, it's like, it's, it's, there's not any difference between, you know, the brain firing, if you're sitting in a chair and imagining yourself going through that, then, then there would be if you were actually doing it. So, uh, that's a huge thing. That's a huge, huge Would thing. you say that there's no difference between where you put your attention and, or would you say that it's it's like a synonymous term of like where my attention is, is what I'm adding energy to? Yep. It's not just about where the chi flows or where the energy flows, but it's about like, um, because it, it's like, okay, it, it's one thing to say that's, I'm directing the flow of energy with my mind. But it's another thing to say, like, it's not just about where it's flowing, but also the quant. It's not just about where, you know, where it's flowing, but how much is there, how much is going to. It's just almost like this universal energy that is, you know, m moves to where our mind goes, also creates greater stimulus, stimulates movement, right? But it's also more energy. Well, right? it's, it's like. It's movement because it's a circuit, right? In our, you know, basic understanding of what that is, right? So it's not just I'm sending energy to it, but it's like I'm making a connection with it. And when I make a connection with it, that runs in two directions, right? So I tend to not think of it running along the same cable, but basically making a loop and coming back. And so I'm, you know, I'm getting information from it. It's getting information from me. I'm getting more information from it. It's getting information until we can sort of, you know, sort of suss out a common language right and so when we do that then i get you know i i get more direct uh uh stimulation from that right because i'm i'm putting myself i'm in training to the thing that i'm attaching to mm. so but mm. it's through this feedback loop it's not just one direction mm. right so it's like yeah we can say the chief flows where the mind goes but it's not, it's not just one way. Right. You're it's not, not like just you're just bleeding into this thing. Your mind it's or your attention is not just a fire hose of energy blasting at whatever <laughs> you're putting your mind no, on. No, 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 no. There's, there's the loop that comes back and it starts to uh, compound on itself, right? Right. And so, and... It compounds on you. And the whole thing starts to rise up, right? It becomes a, a synergistic thing, not just a, the sum of the two parts. And this is what happens in our life with our the, with things, the things that we think about most of the time. With everything. Then they, it's it's like the things that you think about most of the time think about you most of the time. <laughs> That's right. And so, you know, it gets, I mean, it is simple, but at the same time, we can make it as deep and complex as we want, right? right? Because it's like, you know, you you can strike a single note, you can strike another note, and, you know, it's either going to be harmonious to our ear or dissident. Right. But if I keep doing those consistently together, there's these other harmonics that we don't hear right away, but then after a while, we get so entrained to that single strike and single note and consistency that we start to hear these overtones. We start to hear these harmonics coming underneath, you know, what we think of or on top of these single carrier notes that are the connection points. So it's the same thing with us as people, right? Mm. And other things as well. It's like when you reach out to something and connect with it, yeah, there's that initial contact. You know, I'm sending, you know, I, my focus is there. My attention is there. So my awareness goes there and I'm like, oh, that's, a, you know, that's a beautiful, you know, grand tree or whatever it is. It's like, you know, and you, you want to get closer to it. You want to, but when you fixed it in your attention, you're sending a string of energy there. Let's say like a very, an infinitely fine thread. And the more that it starts to garner more of your attention and, and to uh, dissipating everything else around it, right? So your attention starts off as this grand view mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden something grabs your attention and it's like everything starts to narrow down to that one thing right and so then that opens up into a grand view of, of that, that one thing. thing where your mind is focused right. right and would you say that there's no difference but would you say that it's an automatic process that whatever my attention is focused on my sensory experience 
of that thing increases. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, the longer that I that I put my mind on something, the more rich my sensory experience becomes of that thing. Right. Is that an automatic process, would you say? I, I think it's automatic to some degree. And then, you know, people that um, have pushed that ability to the nines will, you know, will have more of that. And so, you know, it's like the way artists see the world, right? They, they have the same grand view that everybody does, but when they focus it into a certain parameter and then all of a sudden they're connecting right. with that, you know, everybody says artists see the world differently. And so there, you know, it can be, you know, instead of the whole tree, you focused into this one knot or whatever it is, and it just becomes this rich texture and, you know, all of these things. And, you know, you can just get lost in it after a while while you've connected with that one aspect and your, you know, your awareness becomes totally focused on that territory. And, and um, you know, you have a different experience of that rather than just walking by the tree and going, oh, yeah, there's a, there's a knot on that tree <laughs> or whatever. It's like jets at the Lansing below, right? And where a lot of people are these days, it's like so much distraction, right? It's like that finite pie of energy that you have for the course of the day just gets, you know, gets distributed in so many things that you can't have attention on anything of any value, right? So it's just like this broad, you know, kaleidoscope of, of, of random things, right? So it's like, again, narrowing your focus down and being able to, um, um, commit to a deeper connection with that thing. I mean, I know it sounds all kind of uh, um, cliche, but but that's exactly what it is. You know, it's like you're really trying to get some kind of um, deeper understanding of the thing that you want to connect with, right? We do that with people automatically. You know, we have a new love interest. You know, it's like you want to know all the little nitty gritty about them, basically. And it's like, what are their favorite things? What do they don't like at all? What are they... You, know, you pay attention. You pay attention. And that's, and you know, I mean, and think about that word, right? You pay right. attention. Right. You pay, you, you take, you sacrifice attention from someplace else and you use that to put it on something else that you desire more right. than those little obscure things around, right? So that's like the reason why I'm like, you know, when you see people at a restaurant and, and one person or both, you know, are on the phone, you know, constantly looking this up, you know, doing this. It's not just like, oh, let me show you this great picture that I took the other day at the beach. You know, here, here it is. And then it's like it's gone and away. You know, it's like, no, it's like, you know, to me that always says, you know, I'm not worth you paying attention to. You know, right. I'm not worth the amount of attention you're spending on this thing. I'm not in that category of this, you know, cats hugging stuffed animals. You know, it's like that's more of you're willing to pay for that, but you're not willing to pay for me. So right. what's the point? Mm -hmm. If yeah. you were to personify energy, the frequency of energy that we're looking to see, that that etheric or that uh, you know, auric view of things, mm -hmm. right? If you were to personify that to make that into a person a, per a person or a persona, it's like it's like, you know, put it on those terms, right? Right. That's like, how important is that person to you? Right. Right. You're going to really listen to them. Are you really going to look at them? Mm -hmm. Are you going to really try to understand them? And, right. You know, how engaging is it? How much of a relationship do you want to have? Right. What kind? Do you want it to just be casual, casual and... passing on the street? Right. And, you know, or you just strangers or do you want to have right. an intimate relationship? Right. You know, does it become that, uh, you know, sort of that automatic greeting, you know, like, hey, how you doing? Right. It's like, but I don't really want to know. Don't you know? Yeah, you're saying the <laughs> words, really but saying, you don't like, really want to know. are you? Right. And it's like, right. you, know, you know, that's that's more on a friendship level and even deeper. Right. Right. And even more so, too, it's like when it comes to a lot of these things with seeing, especially, I feel like a lot of times um, we come to it. I know I, I, I am guilty of this as well, you know, where it's like you come to it with your own preconceived ideas to a fault of what that thing is supposed to look like mm -hmm. or you're trying to drag it out in a certain way instead of, you know, it's, there's a huge difference between, you know, trying to. Yeah, it's like you would never do that with a 
with a person you know it's like right. those kind those relationships end because it's like you're trying to jam that Change person that person a, or put them into a mold they can't fit right right instead of really trying to find out what they are who they are you know all of those you know intimate moments that are uh that really flesh out you know one body from the next right i mean it's like we're all human different characteristics different things we're all fingerprints right but it's like it's you know isn't it in the uniqueness of that person where you find the meaning and not just the you know how many friends do i have on whatever right <laughs> it's like right. i don't that's on that same cursory level it's just sort of like oh it's just a number mm -hmm. well now i'm just a number that's great yeah you know? so it's like no you want to you know sort of cultivate around you that same idea with people but you want to do that with that you know auric view or that energy you know being able to perceive it in its natural form right not try to make it conform to what you think it should be and it's not a conflict right of ideas where we're saying you know imagine what it would be like and, right you know it's sort of like you're giving it a general idea of like this is you know i know i'm supposed to connect to this and you know this is sort of what i think it would look like or wouldn't it be amazing if it were, looked like this or mm -hmm. you know and uh I feel like that's more the part where you're you're relating to yourself in mm -hmm. a way, you know, like where you're you're just continually giving yourself the idea that it's important and you want to know and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right. I mean, that's different sure. than trying to sort of conform to somebody else's idea of what it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be different because you're different. You know, we can't even tell exactly. You know, we'll say the same words in the same terms. But we can't really be sure what you're actually seeing is the same as what I'm seeing. Right. Right. We, we even if we name it the same thing, it 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 it, it could be literally a different configuration that we, you know, and both of us, you know, have chosen the same word to identify that mm. very different object the way that we view it. Sure. So, uh, you know, it's very it's very interesting the way that that goes, and that's kind of one of those weird things in science that you know we still haven't really. We don't understand how that is, but there's no way to really confirm it, you know, and that's, that's, an, that's an odd notion to think of something that we take so for granted, like seeing, you know, seeing the physical things in our, in our world may not be <laughs> what everybody else is seeing, even though we're calling it the same thing. So it's the way our brain interprets it and gives us an image back, you mm -hmm. know, and, and sort of susses it out for us. So practically speaking, um, you know, not just through these exercises as there there are many mm -hmm. um but also you know throughout our our day let's say you know what are some practical things that we can do to pay attention to the energetic versus the physical sure i mean one of the things i mean you know it's probably a little easier once they go through the gazing exercises or things like that but but you know without going into like you know long elaborate exercises because a lot of it is just really through the course of the day when you really get sort of these glimpses which is great right because then you can when you get back home and you can kind of go through that and sort of expand that and hold that image for a bit you know like oh was that really what i saw you know how can i you know make that expand it what would it look like or what are the possibilities of it and that type of thing and let it sort of expand on that idea because you're adding again you know where's your awareness now it's on my imaginative faculty right it's directing it and saying oh it could be like this or it could be like this and you know you're not going to come up with a thousand different views you know, I mean, let's be honest, you're going to come up with a few views that, you know, when you hit one that's going to be, you know, sort of in the zone of where you want it to be, you're going to add energy to that and it's sort of going to expand and that's what you want to do, right? Because you, the other thing that the subconscious looks at is where, where is the distribution of your energy going? And if, you know, and that means in a certain way that, you know, that tells me how much importance that thing is to me right so if you are what you think about most of the time right if i constantly am thinking about you know a dream that i had last night or whatever even though it's not something that is a physical thing you know in my normal waking world it had such a profound impact on me i think about it 
you know, it's like, oh, it was a great dream. I was James Bond, blah, blah, blah. You know, you go through it over and over and over in your mind, right? You, you may tell people about it, like, I had the coolest dream last night. Or, but, you know, your subconscious, you know, looks at the, you know, almost like a, a little leaderboard. You know, who's got the, <laughs> where's the most uh, energy going to these days? And, you know, you'd be, you'd be surprised how many times when that happens, that that, that night, you have another outstanding dream. And if you keep going, it's going to be like every night, it's going to be like Technicolor dreamscape. You know, it's going to be more and more because the subconscious says, hey, this is really important to this guy. You know, this is really important to me. So uh, we're going to enhance it, add more energy to it and make it even more than, you know, we're going to, we're going to give it a higher value. So would you say that one of the functions of your subconscious mind, um, which is, uh, you know, responsible for producing the phenomena of seeing and producing everything, everything <laughs> that you experience. Um, one of its uh, primary operating principles is is neutrally determining what you want based on what you focus on or think about most of the time and giving you more of that. Right. I mean, that sort of blends into that whole idea, like, you know, the the secret idea right where it's like yeah you are what you think about most of the time if you think about problems you're going to get more problems if you think about good stuff you're probably going to get good stuff as long as you're acting in that direction too right so um i mean because there's that congruency issue right you've got to it's not just your thoughts it's not but just it's... about how many uh times you think about that thing throughout the day but it's how congruent you are and how you're acting on it right right so it's like right, it's one thing right. to think about and remember and get a smile on your face from a really incredible dream that you had last night it's another step to actually speak it to somebody else hmm. you know you got a friend at work or whatever and all of a sudden it's like oh man i had the wildest dream last night you're never going to believe mm, it it's like mm, eh. mm, and if mm, they're engaged mm, in it it's even more right because mm. now they're paying attention to you they're adding your their energy to yours and so all of these things start to align and it becomes really congruent. And now the subconscious, it's, it's sort of like what you're always telling me about, uh, you know, uh, tech, technology platforms, right? It's like, yeah, you have this certain amount that you put out there and you have these certain sort of things that happen. But, you know, within the platform, the really smart ones, it's like, oh, but if you do a live event, it boosts you up into a whole different category because there's fresh content and there's all these things, right? So that's sort of like that same idea from a mechanical idea of like, oh, you know, we're putting more attention here. So now we're going to, you know, we're going to really focus on that and sort of move it up in the rankings. So the subconscious is like that too. Oh, wow. He's not just thinking about this, but he's actually speaking about it. You know, he's using more energy to formulate and articulate that idea and explain what it is mm. and, and ponder it and do all these things right and you know so maybe even by the end of the day you're acting on it not just verbally but maybe you're writing it down so now you're taking a physical action to even put more energy on it and the, and the subconscious goes that's it you know <laughs> you get more of those tonight because you know 70 percent of your energy has been going toward that all day long and so it's like it, it's it's putting all those three things the thoughts words and deeds in alignment it makes that flow of water or flow of energy go right to that thing and, and spur it on even more right, right? yeah right. and then there's time right when we put that element of time in there so it's not just a one day thing and then you forget about it right it's like it's it becomes this consistent you know like wow it's not only all these things but jesus he's doing this day after day after day after day well you, you know you're going to add more energy to that it's going to help build that up and make it you know of key importance in your life right 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 yeah and it's you know someone could say like well aren't you always kind of focused on like energy because everything is everything is energy and yada 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 but that i think one you know one of the examples uh, that we talked about was sitting with your back straight mm -hmm. you know it's and, right. and as a practical way to adapt yourself to your conscious relationship with that energetic or etheric aspect of, of you, which, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, knowing that, okay, that's one of those things that I do during the meditation to promote more, more flow of energy, a faster, smoother flow of energy within myself for the purpose of meditation. But mm -hmm. if I'm doing that throughout the day, I'm providing myself the opportunity to, 
a, a, to, to help me become more energetic to, right. I, I, you know, there's a small little anchor, there's a small tether of my, I'm paying attention to how energy flows within me, not just in my meditation, but throughout the day. Right, right. So you're compounding that effect and making it stronger. Everybody knows, well, everybody knows. Everybody that does anything like this knows, you know, whether you're doing yoga or qigong or tai chi or any of those things that sort of combine physical movement and energetic movement and, mm -hmm. and how to enhance one and the other. Uh, then when we do those things, that's exactly what's happening. You're enhancing the energetic around you, right? And through you and all of that. And so, but not many people will go after that point and take it into their daily Right. Life, right? right, right. Once it's once the once the flush of that is gone after an hour or so or whatever it is, you know, it's like it dissipates and just okay, that's you know, that's my yoga practice mm. or that's my qigong practice, and now I got to get back to the real world, you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> and right, it's right. like you know, but what if you could carry that through your day? What if you could carry that through your day? Yeah. Because all of these exercises are going to you know, right, build you up, give you this kind of boost or right. give you an experience of, you know, shifting your energy in a different way. Right. Right. But it's like, you know, how do we become more like that all the time? How do we, how do we engage actively like all the time that way? Right. 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 It's sort of the idea in a, in a, let's say in a minor way, almost like a peak experience. You know, we can hold that for a certain amount of time, but certain peak experiences stay with us our whole life. And anytime we actually even put a string of attention there, a memory or whatever of that, and sort of recall it for ourselves, we get a little bit of that boost, right? It's not like the actual event that we went through, but there's something that's connecting it there. And, and the longer we sort of put our attention on it, it gives us that little bit of uplift, mm -hmm. right? So, um, and, uh, if people think that that's not true, it's it's just think about, you know, like almost anybody, you know, if we wanted to experiment with this, the simplest thing is just to say, remember any time that you've actually, you know, taken a slice of lemon and chewed it, you know, just put it in your mouth. It's like almost instantaneously, you can smell the lemon, you can, you know, the sour taste, it makes you salivate all of those things. And, you know, well, that's a direct physiological response to that memory of when you've ever done that. And so, and the same principle applies to this too. So anytime I sort of put my attention on those events, it helps to create that circuit and, and drive more energy through it and make it move quicker right mm. so that it more is being guided through that or and uh um and stimulating that experience again and the more often i do that it's again the more often you know my subconscious says oh you're putting attention on that again oh that must be really important if you're putting that all that attention on that and so it's going to enhance it and make it even more and try to give you more of the experience that you're you're looking for basically it's not just you know running these things in your mind for the sake of doing it it's like you're trying to stimulate more of the same you know more of that experience maybe in more depth right or you know i'm sure that when you were in art school right it was like you know when you first started things they they took you from 101 classes right up and so in the beginning it was just sort of like you know draw this perspective or draw that perspective or you know and you're going through just the types of kind of uh uh, going through the calisthenics of doing that, right? Mm. Until after a while, you just you just see it and you can do it. You're not thinking, oh, this has got to be this angle and the light source is from here. And right. it's like, it just happens, right? You're able to reproduce it on, on a canvas or whatever. And so it's the same thing with us. You right. know, it's the same thing with these types of, you know, practices. It's like, in the beginning, it's kind of 101. You know, it's like, oh, if I can remember three times a day, to bring up that idea mm -hmm. that's great you know and maybe next week i can do it every day five times and you know and that'll and you'll see that these things start to compound and enhance your not just the practice of doing it but actually the experience and and the results of course which are most important you know so that's 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 a big deal and it just it's increments of you know more and more attention going to that place more awareness of that fleshes it out Right. And, and makes it more rich for you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. 
I think that's good. I, I you know, it's just, um, I think it's good. I just, I, I feel that it's important to have a context for all these exercises because, you know, they, they, there are many of them mm. and each one of them does a slightly different thing, but you know, what's the thing that all of them do? Right. Right. They, they're going to enhance the ability to see. Right. And they'll enhance the ability to see by giving you a more refined sensory experience and control over your, your own mind, your energy, and, and, and by bringing more attention to uh, your own energy and manipulating the flow of it in a, in a conscious way. You, you become more sensitive, you become more energetic, mm -hmm. your, your, your field spins faster, right. and you become more actively engaged with the energetic. And as a consequence, because you're giving your mind that idea ahead of time, uh, you enhance and, and expand your sensory, your, sensor, your sensory perception of that energy. So, right. I mean, you know, in the same way that you're engaged in your physical world in all the ways that matter and keep you alive and are important for not just your survival, but your pleasure and your enjoyment and, and all those things. It's like, okay, well, you want to see energy. You want to make your most, imp you, you're trying to change the way that your most important sensory apparatus uh experiences the world you're trying to modify the most important the thing that you inherently know is the most important for how you function and move in this world and so you're i, I imagine that there's a part of you that's gonna you know kind of be resist like, that yes yeah, like, <laughs> of course well, how important is it for you to change the way you <laughs> see because right now the way you see works pretty damn good right because it's, you know, we focus on the physical, right? Because that's what keeps us alive. Let's say, you know, that's a one-to-one -one ratio for the most part. You know, what's We're, enemy, what's friend, what's food, what's poison, what's this, what's that, right? Something that will eat me, something that I can eat. So, uh, you know, and my environment, right? Am I going to fall over a cliff? Am I going to run into a tree? You know, it's very, you know, it's very um, systematic, you know, and so, you know, what we're asking it to do again is to basically, you know, we're trying to convince it that we have a good lay of the land. And, and that there's and, value in. Right. In, but you know, what it's saying is you want me to shift my attention from the thing that's keeping you alive to something that I'm not really sure what it is that you're going to do with that. Are you going to be so, be are you going to be so entranced in that that you miss you know if i'm a <laughs> if i'm a mouse you know you're going to be so entranced in that view that you don't see the shadow of that hawk coming down to get you right you know and so it's like and for me it's like it's a matter of almost like uh, um percentages it's like right now i'm seeing in you know high def the physical things around me and I'm saying, turn down, you know, make that part low resolution, but make this part that's more etheric, you know, more amorphous. I know I'm getting the signals, but there's just not enough energy going there for me to actually comprehend it or, or you know, see it in any way. So turn that one up. Turn one down, turn the other one up. I can still see it's a person there. I can still see when they're looking at me or challenging me or any of these things. And uh, But I really need to see this other part so that I can evaluate this individual on a different level, you know, and really sort of get a more, a broader view of, you know, what they're about and what's going on with them. So, right, yeah. You know, for whatever reason. So I, I tend to think in, you know, when I'm in that analytic mode, it's really like, technology is is even for me who's pretty inept with the technology you know those ideas are are relevant you know it's like i'm making the physical you know lower resolution and i'm turning up the resolution on the background area and the space around that person is becoming of more importance to me than than the physical image in front of me right so 
You know, you're not going to do that. You're not going to stop to see the aura of something that's confronting you at that moment. Your, your mind will just go like, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you need to have this in high def so you can know when to run, to fight, to whatever. Right. So it's like, you know, you need to see everything in sharp detail. Of course, that's right. our physiology does that too. Right. Adrenaline kicks in. It's like, you know, your field of focus goes way, way sharp, you know, and down. It cuts out the periphery so that you can't, you know, can't be distracted by things. You're really hyper focused on the thing that's of threat in front of you. So we're saying, you know, basically we're using our our own will to say, you know, we've identified this is not a threat. <laughs> First and foremost, let's turn down the resolution on that so that I can, you know, shift up the resolution in this other area that's important. Right. I mean, people do it automatically all the time. Tell me that, you know, any person hasn't been, uh, you know, again, I mean, I hate to use these examples, but they've all happened to us. So it's like good to use them. You know, you're in a restaurant with a group of people. You're at a big table and, you know, you're listening to a conversation and and the person that's talking they may not be talking directly to you but you hear them talking you're sort of just observing the conversation there and uh they're in the middle of their explanation or whatever it is and then all of a sudden you catch a word or something that you know grabs your attention and so even though maybe your facial expression hasn't changed or whatever but all of a sudden you turn down the resolution sound wise and what the person's saying and it gets turned up so that you can hear this conversation three people down from you. <laughs> it's like, that's, a, that's a, a pure example of that same phenomenon, but with hearing instead of vision. But it's the same idea, right? I can't hold two conversations at the same time or whatever. So it's like, but, you know, because my attention gets struck by that one word or whatever it is, it's like in an instant, this one, the resolution on this sound gets turned down and the resolution on the other sound gets turned up, right? And so I'm much more focused, even though, you know, visually I'm still looking at you and pay, pretending to pay attention and nodding here and there, but I'm really listening to this conversation down there. And so it's the same thing with this, you know, it's just like I'm turning down the resolution on the physical form and turning up the resolution on the energetic form. And, and that's it. And every single one of these exercises stimulates our ability to do that in, 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 in different types of ways. And, in, and by degrees, you and get by more degrees. flexibility with it right. and more uh, precision with it. You know, it's like you don't always, you know, there, there's not, um, every time is not the time to go into you know, such a deep connection with that, that it's like there's, you know, you don't really see the person there anymore. It's right. just an energy ball or whatever you want to think of it, you know. So, um, you know, there are times when you'd want to do that, but that's, you know, every time is not the time to do that probably. Right, right. It's, right. it's and, more like and you're just looking for certain types of information to come through. And also having, um, you know, understanding that I think cultivates a certain degree of, of um patience with ourselves you know that it's like okay you know knowing that results of seeing energy are going to happen by degrees gradually mm -hmm. over time mm -hmm. because it's like you're you're attempt you know that that idea of like you're attempting to modify you know the way that your brain is giving you your picture of the world and it's like there that's nothing to shake a stick at right that's you know and so it's like okay and so you know it's like so i think knowing that will help me too you know being more patient with myself as well in doing these exercises and not bashing and saying like oh man you suck at this oh this is the hardest thing in the world oh, this is ridiculous like, why can't you do this you know like what the hell right right, you know, right, like, right right do i just suck at this or is this really hard you know it's like hey you know it's not like a small deal to modify the way your your brain is currently wired to give you your perception of the world around you it's like right. come on right 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 i mean you know i mean artists musicians they're all great you know, uh, great analogies for that. Like, yeah, there's always the prodigy. There's, right. There could be the Mozart, but they're not the rule. They're and the, even Mozart was 
being trained by his dad at like three years right. old to do that. So it's like, right. all right, right, well, you know, yeah, he may be, we it's, could look at that and be like a genius like exception, but it's like, womb, yeah, 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 yeah. Know. But he was actively <laughs> asserting his, you know, he's practicing, being trained to practice even from a, right. a young age, especially, you know, when, when, you know, as kids, it's like their minds are so flexible and, and absolutely. And, yeah. And yeah. so it's like, it's not that it's not possible for us. It's just that, you know, just it takes time right takes... right you you know some the rest of us have to work at it right and so it becomes by degrees right it's not an instantaneous thing and and uh you know just like most great musicians or most great artists right they started out at some place and they sort of grew as they did more and more they grew into you know the place where they are now and right. uh, but we only see the place where they are now we didn't see all the work that right. went into it and so it's uh you know, until they get so famous, they do documentaries on them, right? And then we go like, oh, my God. <laughs> he had such a hard life. He has a wooden great toe on the left side, you know. It's like, how, you know, whatever. It's just all these little things that you just never, you know, you never know about these people, what they have to go through to get to the place where they are. We just see the end result. And I think sometimes it skews our idea, especially about ourselves, like, oh, you know they're really great you know well it took them 30 years to be great mm -hmm. you know it wasn't overnight and 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 most people just don't have that kind of um, tenacity to, to stick with something and really develop it over an extremely long period of time well i think it's uh, partly it's a cultural thing that our that our view of talent and ability is skewed you know because sure. we you know again it's like you said you know you don't always get to see the behind the scenes documentary on all the people that we know of as being really proficient in whatever they do and but i feel like that's starting to shift you know culturally oh, where it's like there's so many books that are being published about talent and um, right. you know like that book the talent, the talent code, code. Yeah. yeah yeah um that's a great one i just recently read through right. and it's like oh man that's just it's great to like just remind yourself of those things and know that with the energetic, it's no different. You it's know, no it's different. all the it's all the one thing, right? That's so right. It's like... As above, so below. You yeah, know, that's what that means. You know, it's not just an, you know, some mystical idea, right? It just it's sort of a principle that goes through everything from physical to you know energetic, spiritual, all of that. So, um, and everything that we can think of, really, there's nothing that it doesn't pertain to. So, and 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 and, uh, you know, just to explicitly state it, you know. Um, you weren't you, you didn't pop out of the womb being able to see probably like everybody else you know and then lost it <laughs> right but, <laughs> but i didn't lose it completely because i was constantly doing stuff with it not knowing not right knowing. it wasn't like i had some internal knowing of that it was just but i just it was mean, a cool phenomenon right you know? but it's just it's you know it's just it's good to know that like you know because I think with a lot of things, especially with, you know, in the category of spirituality, it's like we look at people that are highly skilled with these, you know, certain things and say like, you know, just we have, I think we have a tendency in general, I know I do, you know, to look at them and go like, oh, they, they must have either been born with it. And, you know, now they're Near just saying that they, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, something really cathartic that nobody really wants to go through in yeah, order yeah, to, yeah. to be able to do that. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, no, we just, just, just practice, just practice did it, you know, engagement yeah. did it, paying yeah. attention did it, you, you, you know, really caring about it did it. And, you know, know, there was a period in my life where I lost it too, right? So it goes away if you don't, if you drag your attention away from that you know to things that are at the time more important you, you lose those things right because you're you have only so much energy right so it's like when you mm -hmm. you have to redirect it it's you know it's gonna it's got to come from somewhere right so you know probably from the age of i don't know 16 to like you know um to when i you know was introduced to my first teacher it's like maybe 18 or so you know it's like it didn't really, you know, I didn't really have any manifestations of that. So it was sort of just something I forgot about, really, because, you know, I was thrust into a new situation. I was thinking about, you know, what am I going to do with my life and all of those things, which we thought about a lot younger when I was growing up than, than people do today, right? So, um, so when I was shifting more and more attention on those things, 
going to school, picking school, all of that stuff, right? And then uh, it wasn't until much later, you know, even, you know, it uh, wasn't just the initial onset of getting a formal teacher and, you know, being taught things, right? Because that wasn't part of the things that I was taught. It was just sort of a, it was a side effect, let's say. So uh, it wasn't until I started talking about it, you know, a number of years after that initial, uh, you know, go that it was like, oh yeah, you know, it's like, and then it was like, then I was curious, then it was like, oh, okay, now I'm going to put more attention on that because it's really cool and I remember, but I don't really remember what it was like and how would it be different if I actually had exercises to do with hands training, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what would be different or how well would it come up and, you know, what can you do with it after that? So, you know, those, those things became more important. So now they've got more of my attention, right? So they ended up with more of my awareness and my energy was directed toward that and that sort of brought that up. And, mm. But I went through the same training that everybody else is doing and that's that's it. And so I just put more attention on it probably and, and found a way in my life to utilize it as well. Not just in those training sessions, but throughout the day, which I think is extremely important. Mm. You know, that's, a, that's a nuance that can't be overstated. You know, right. It's like I'm not right. just... Yeah, attenuation works really strongly when it's just like the point of contact is once in a blue moon. You know, meaning like if you only do a a meditation every one, like once a week, it's like yeah, it's better than none at all. Correct, but it's not going to be the same as touching on it in a small way. You know, certain times of the day, throughout the day, in small increments, and having that momentum keep going right because it takes a hell of a lot less energy to keep things moving when they're already moving now i can just direct it rather than trying to start from scratch all over again yeah i mean any electrician will tell you that it takes a hell of a lot more energy to turn on a light to get it to go from dark to completely lit up than it does to run that light on for an extended period of time most of the energy draws from that initial contact and so, you know, that's that's the thing, and that's momentum, right, in a way that we're looking at it and saying, okay, you know, if I'm touching on these things on a regular basis, that momentum's going to build up and it's going to, you know, help propel it forward. So I'm not starting from scratch every time I start something, right, every mm-hmm. time I, I touch on that. So. Cool. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, that's great. And uh, we'll get into some of these techniques and then just kind of keep that in the back of our mind and and know that um you know it's not just about when we're sitting down to do them formally but you know every um using every opportunity to um uh every every knowing that every moment is an opportunity to add a little bit of energy to right the the our our the process the process yeah 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 exactly cool man good thanks (laughs) Ha, <laughs>